what I hear you saying is miracles oh, do happen. It's not crazy so. to believe in miracles. I think miracles and that when do they happen. do happen, it's not breaking a law of nature. It's it, God acting right. as God. Welcome to the Enter the Bible podcast, where you can get answers or at least reflections on everything you wanted to know about the Bible, but were afraid to ask. I'm Katie Langston. And I'm Catherine Schifferdecke. And today on the podcast, we have a very special guest. Welcome back, Alan Padgett, uh, professor of systematic theology here at Luther Seminary. And uh, we are tackling a question today. <laughs> Is it crazy to believe in miracles. We just did a we just did an episode. Is it crazy to believe in demons? And now we want to know: Is it crazy to believe in miracles? Because those don't seem real, right? So miracle. Let's talk about what miracles. So when we when we when we talk about miracles, often we're thinking about the miracles in scripture, right? Like healing, yeah, sure. healing right. the blind man, the parting of the Red Sea, the um, resurrection of the dead, resurrection of the dead, exercising demons. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, the voice speaking from the burning bush and and uh, the that sun standing still in Joshua. Oh yeah, when the sun things still. like that. So so. Is it crazy to believe in those kinds of things, Alan? Okay, so first, <laughs> I, you know, here in the Luther Seminary community, people just say, oh, you're the science guy. Basically, I was raised to love science and math, and I do love science and math. I wanted to be an astrophysicist uh, for a long time. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think about things scientifically when I can. I am like that kind of a science guy, I guess. I'm not a scientist, though. I'm a theologian. There's another story behind that, but I won't go into it. Yeah, <laughs> how uh, that happened. Another but, podcast. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to first of all say the question of do miracles happen is a question that happens to a culture that is as attracted and, and has faith in scientific knowledge as much as I do. So, I mean, we live in Enlightenment culture, and one of the key principles of the Enlightenment was we need to use the sciences as a model for how humans should think and live. Yeah. So we want a scientific approach to politics, a scientific approach to religion, and maybe we can overcome some of these horrible problems that we've been creating for ourselves. Unfortunately, that turned out not to work. I know. Mm -hmm. Because we still uh, have problems. We yeah. still have the same problems before. It's just now we can kill people with greater effectiveness because we have modern-style technology. Yeah. And Which we is, can spread lies more efficiently. Uh, uh, right, through the <laughs> internet. Yeah, through Thank the you internet. for the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Evil. Thank you, science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evil can corrupt anything that we make that is good or that is neutral or whatever. It's, just, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. So... Um, but I, I buy, I mean, I actually do, I do have faith in the scientific knowledge in the sense that I believe that it's the best mode we have for learning about the physical material world and a great deal about the human and social world as well. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you're saying. Right. Don't just say, oh, science, what a stupid idea right. that is. You know, that's just made up by humans and they right. don't know what they're talking about. I don't. That's not accurate, okay? I'm sorry. But um, there, what I discovered in my own spiritual um, meanderings uh, was that there are truths and there are domains of, of what matters and what is real, in a certain sense of the way, world, real, um, and that science knows nothing about. 
You know, so each of the sciences has a very limited focus, right? Yeah. And if you go deeper, you go into a science. The more, actually, the more limited your focus is, your expertise is this tiny little bitty square that big. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? So um, it's almost as bad as biblical scholarship, where I swear sometimes <laughs> you get a doctor on one verse or something crazy <laughs> like that. So. Um, <laughs> hey, I did a whole book. <laughs> a whole book of Job. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you rock. Okay. It was Obadiah, but still a whole book. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Obadiah. It was Job. It was Job. When we say Job, we raise the statue to Job. We bow down three times. <laughs> so we, um, back to miracles. All right. Yes. So uh, the scientists tell us a lot about what they can study. They don't tell us about anything else. Right. And I just think we need to remember that. Okay. The idea that there's this science that tells us about everything is baloney. Okay. The more you know about the sciences, you more that's just not true. No the sciences science. tell us about the things that the sciences can study. study. Very okay. narrowly, yeah. but very accurately, like a laser focus on sure. that part of yeah. truth and not anything else. Right. Yeah. So there are truths out there, like moral truths and ethical truths, that sciences know nothing about. Sure. They can tell you how it might function to help human communities survive in a hostile world when, you know, we were hunter-gatherers, but they can't tell you whether those principles are actually true or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I believe in miracles for theological reasons rather than scientific ones. But I don't think it's unscientific in the sense it's against science. Mm-hmm. It's beyond it. And that's an important distinction to yeah, make. That is a good distinction. Not against, but beyond. It's not against science yeah. to believe in miracles. It's just to say, you know, this is a wild, crazy, and weird universe, and weird things happen. Yeah. Not everything. Like, if you try to do experiments, for example, they don't always come out right. You have to go back and do yeah. them again. So it's like you have to isolate the world and tease all the other weird things that want to happen out so that you can get the one thing you're trying to study. Yeah. yeah. The world itself is way too complex for the simple models of mathematical models of physics. You know, that that makes me think of um, a passage I read once in Moltmann. Ah. Moltmann being a very a theologian, theologian of the 20th century. Where he was, he was kind of critiquing the um, scientism you know, yeah, as it were, right. of yeah, 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 our yeah. of our Western culture and saying that because science relies on things that are measurable and repeatable, mm-hmm. by definition, it excludes those things which are not <laughs> measurable and yeah. repeatable. Yeah, yeah. It, ex- it, it excludes those things which are one-off. It excludes those things which are subjective, right? And mm. and yet, how could we argue that those that those things don't happen, or that right. or that um, or that those things aren't deeply important to what it means to be human or alive or to kind of exist in this world? So I liked that. I no, love that's Moltmann. good. Good he was job, so Moltmann. Nice to me, and I learned so much from him. Oh wow! I think he's wrong about that, though. Science does study things that happen one time. Dang like it! The evolution of life on Earth. Eh, one time. One time one that happened. Nowhere else we study it. That's so, true. You know. But in terms of miracles, uh, uh, we're getting far away from miracles. miracles. Yes, so let's yes, back yes. To miracles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. First of all, if you want to be a Bible nerd about this, the Bible and the people who wrote the scriptures and read them for for the first time, they don't have this 
natural, supernatural oh, yeah. division. Right, Without right. that, the whole question of miracles happens disappears. Well, of course they happen. Because who cares whether they're natural or new supernatural? But aren't we more sophisticated and smarter than they? (laughs) Well, we know a lot more about the physical world than they do. I don't know that we know a lot more about God than they do. Mm. And uh, but the the fact is, in the Bible, the phrase "miracle" comes from a Latin word "miraculum," which means wonder. Mm -hmm. Mirare in Latin to wonder, right? So that's just a word that comes to us through the popular Latin translation uh, of wonder, and as in signs and wonder. So the biblical vocabulary for miracles is signs and wonders, sometimes deeds of power. It gets yeah. added into the mix. Um, but uh, so, signs. So, for instance, the, the ten plagues, which are yes. miracles, but perhaps negative miracles. Uh, for the Egyptians, unfortunate anyway. if you're an Egyptian. Yes. Unfortunate if you're an Egyptian. That's, uh, that's a big. Bummer. Those are referred to several times as signs and wonders, right? Or mighty acts of God. And yes. so, wonder gets translated in as miracle, right? Right, right, right through right. the tradition. Yeah. So there's yeah, yeah. signs and wonders, or mighty acts of God. Yes, that's another one. Or yeah. uh, besides powers, uh, mm-hmm. acts of deeds of power. Uh, they don't have to be, they're not, sometimes they're not supernatural at all in exactly. our modern sense. And right. my favorite example of this is Isaiah walks naked through Israel 40 days and 40 nights as a sign and a wonder to Jerusalem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, had a, he had a high, uh, high regard for himself, yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's like, I know you're a prophet, but I don't want to see that. Man. No, please. He's like, no, well, no. I'm a sign and a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he can probably get a TikTok on it, that would go viral, but, uh, I, yeah, so, sign and wonder in the Bible, this natural supernatural miracle doesn't exist. The question we want to ask, though, is we have that category in our thinking, are miracles ever supernatural, and I will define that as um, an event which happens in space and time, right, it's a real event, Yeah. but it's beyond the capacity of the natural world to bring about. As mm-hmm. we understand it, mm-hmm. given our scientific perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for one thing, what counts as that turns out is is depends on history. Like, what are the sciences telling us about the world now? But you know, everybody knows. You know, if a dead body three days is going to stay dead. I mean, you, do, right. that, you don't need modern biology to know that. So, certain right. things are clearly beyond the natural world, the, the natural unimpeded. You know, the way the world exists in its ordinary structures and, and powers and right. relationships. Right. That's what nature means, you know, is the way that it just sort of grows and flows by itself. Uh, so they knew that, you know, some of these things were ordinary and some of them were super extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can even use that language, I think. Yes. So do super extraordinary miracles that are beyond the capacity of the nature to bring about happen? And the answer to that is the, because of theology... And because I of who I believe God is, why not? Yeah. God is not limited by our scientific understanding. God is the author of the laws of nature. He holds the universe together. The only reason energy and the laws continue to exist in the material world is God creates them and keeps them going. Yeah. That's Thomas Aquinas in the Middle Ages said, if God were to destroy, please don't. Yeah. 
It would be by not acting. Mm. So that God is omnipotently holding up being itself throughout all that is real every second, every microsecond. So, I mean, God is not going to be, can do things that are outside the capacities of the natural world. But I think that, that God acts through creatures. Uh, so that even when the event might be more than creatures could bring about by themselves, like the resurrection of Jesus bodily from the grave, it still happens to a body. Right. Yeah. 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 Or the healings. healings. Or the healing stories. Exorcisms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, even what we call the supernatural happens in the natural world. Yeah. So and it doesn't break the world. I mean, the the idea that miracles violate the laws of nature is bad theology and bad philosophy of science. That's not the laws are descriptions. Right. They yeah. don't proscribe anything. You can't break them. You can do something that they think is not possible. But then that should just cause you to sort of. But that just means our probability your, factor. You know, right. I mean. One-off things don't undermine the law of nature because the law of nature describes, and here Moltmann's getting this better, the law of nature describes the way ordinary operations of nature, that's why it's repeatable and measurable, um, is important for understanding laws of nature. Not for everything in science, but for that. So what I hear you saying is miracles do happen. It's not crazy to believe in miracles. miracles And that when they do happen, it's not breaking a law of nature. It's God acting as God with creatures in Mm -hmm. the world. And And sometimes it goes beyond anything that creatures could possibly do. Or describe or understand. Yeah. That too, actually, yeah. But so, it still happens in the world. It doesn't sure. happen in some astral plane. Or well, we hope it happens in the world because that's where we want miracles. <laughs> that's right? where we want miracles. We want healing well, of bodies. I don't care and, about a yeah. miracle in an yeah. astral plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's yeah. interesting. So, well, yeah. so here's another question, though. Okay, sorry. And and I say that, so uh, you and I, Alan, have taught a class several times together called God, Evil, and Suffering, in which we, it's a very heavy topic, obviously, it's but we spend a session on miracles, right? And we have heard over the years Several examples from students uh, or, you know, people who students know of of what I would certainly term as miracles. Oh, yes. like, I think yeah, of a, yeah. a student several years ago who had dealt with cancer and, and you know, had it treated and uh, had chemo and everything. And then she said she was sitting at a stoplight one day and she heard a voice tell her that the, that, that she needed to get uh, her her arm uh, checked and and she didn't you know she actually looked around and didn't see anything so she mm-hmm. went to her oncologist and they did a scan and sure enough there was a tiny uh, tiny tumor and and the doctor said there's no way you could have felt that there is no way you could have felt that um, but because they found it so early you know she was fine and so she's telling us this story uh, in class uh, the, I mean, so there is, I, uh, I, I have come to believe, uh, not necessarily through personal experience, but through these stories, and there's plenty of others I could tell, that miracles do occur. But then the right. question, the, the, the kind of ethical dilemma or the, or the theological. theological dilemma is why don't they happen more often? Yeah, why, right. you know, and why, think, why doesn't a miracle happen to me or the, to the person I love? Right. Why did my 
my, you know, not know that they got had cancer. And exactly. all these other people right. didn't know. Like, right. All right. these other people died. So, <clears throat> like, what's up with so that? Why does God yeah. love them? Right. More? Yeah. And that's the thing. And I turn back to the scriptures on that. Yeah. So, miracles are not therapy. God doesn't do miracles to fix the world. God has a long-term plan that includes the whole world. Yeah. So the Bible calls miracles signs, okay? And this is consistent in the Old and the New Testament. In the Gospels, Jesus does miracles of a sign of the fact that he is the Messiah, mm-hmm. that he's the Christ, that he's the representative of God. That is, there are signs of the inbreaking of the reign and realm of God into the world. They're not there to fix anybody's problems. They're there to make an opportunity for faith or to strengthen faith or to give us hope in the midst of difficulties. They don't, Jesus healed a leper. He didn't heal leprosy on earth. Mm. And he calmed a storm. But he didn't calm all the storms that ever happened. Exactly. He exercised a demon. He didn't stop there from being spiritual evil in the world. So miracle, we want miracles to be about me and about me being loved by God. But in fact, they may actually be about other people. Mm. About strengthening the faith. About strengthening the faith, giving us hope, showing us that God is at work in the world and God is real. And giving us a glimpse of that coming kingdom of God or what you like to call the, the reign and realm of God. Right. Right. That glimpse of what life will be. Yes. Not now, but 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 that kingdom breaks in. Yes, has broken in in, in Jesus, right. and is present, but will not be fully complete, fully realized until the end of time. Right. So we want God to fix everything now and make it all better. That I would be great. I would. Love I would that. like that. that. Yeah. But that would mean that the kingdom of God comes now fully, and Jesus returns to the earth. Until that happens, we're going to have to keep struggling with evil and death and sin and sickness. But with these glimpses of God's power, God's, God's healing power. Yeah. And those are, I believe those are real. I believe but that. I don't yeah. think they're a therapy to fix things right now for everybody. They are there to increase faith. Yeah. To to yeah. strengthen faith so that we can go through. It's not my plan. I mean, Jesus says, I came that you might believe the gospel. Yeah. That I might die. Not that I might fix the whole world right now. Huh. It didn't come for that. Huh. So miracles, it's not crazy to believe in them. Mm-mm. No. But uh, if you are expecting them to be therapies for all that ails us, you'll be disappointed. We wait. In, in hope. hope and faith. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Enter the Bible podcast. And you can get high quality courses, commentaries, resources, videos, reflections, and much more at the newly relaunched Enter the Bible website at enterthebible.org. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>